some of you may have heard, uh, if you follow our personal Instagrams, which you should, even though we post approximately three times a year at this point. Just about. Uh, we, that being Josh and myself, Thomas, unfortunately, is not with us. Uh, no longer with <laughs> Thomas is no longer with us. <laughs> A tragic accident on L.A. public transportation. Uh, he was taken down by a series of, uh, of homeless men. They just, they saw him, they recognized him from Hall and Catch Fire. It's true. They didn't like the way his character went. <laughs> they were, they were very upset they got cut from season four, which, I mean, who isn't? So, um, yeah, Josh and myself and the lovely Joiner boys, friends of the show, um, our dearest landlord and longtime roommates, uh, we had Shia Fest 2019, baby, where we went through several Shia LaBeouf movies uh, whilst fitted up in outfits akin to yes, some of Shia's best. which was the important, I think, the most important aspect. In That's something thing. we've been doing for a long time. That's not even necessarily exclusive to no, Shia Fest. But it was a good, good way to in, like, you know, incorporate both. To really get you into the Shia state of mind. Yeah. And get really sweaty from the amount of layers that you're wearing indoors. <laughs> Just has to be done sometimes. It's, see, the problem is a lot of his best outfits, he's in like 20 degree New York City weather. Yeah. Um, and we are in approximately... It's well, about it's, 60 it's today. 61 degrees yeah. here in, in beautiful Georgia. December. Yeah, De- <laughs> December 15th, 61 degrees. We're living in hell. Uh, but you know what? That's not going to stop us from getting a shy fit off. Amen. So we, we went through... Uh, quite a few of Shia's premiere features. And uh, I think it's, you know, we have to note that there are only so many hours in a day. That's true. We had to cut some unfortunate bangers. the day as best we could. Yeah, and we're, I mean, we straight up went from about 11 o'clock in the morning to 1 o'clock in the morning the next day. (laughs) So it was a full schedule. Um, But so the, the ones that we did manage to get through, Unfortunately, in lieu of the Even Stevens movie, we did opt to save some time with just a single episode of Even Stevens. I think it was it was fair. It was a good episode. It's a good episode. Does hold up. One of the highest rated on IMDb. Yeah. This would be season two, episode sixteen. It is the musical episode. Yes. In case you were wondering. Yeah. This was uh, a big request by Jay Joyner, friend of the show. He was very very eager and. I mean, he was. He, he knew, knew this off the top of his head. He was like, uh, "I like the musical one, season two, episode sixteen, highest rated." <laughs> I don't think he went that far with it, but uh, yeah, he he was pretty much instantly suggesting the musical, so that's what we went with. Um, and then we followed that up with holes. Dig it up. How uh, could we miss um, that? Dig it. Dig it up. You know. So we're going in chronological order, of course, yes. with his career. Yeah, obviously. Uh, followed up by Disturbia, through the mm-hmm. thriller classic Disturbia. Disturbia, and then Transformers One. Woo. Yes, I mean sci-fi action movie classic. Uh, and then there's a bit of a bit of a gap here uh, that we skipped over, and we went right to Fury, yep. uh, which obviously that's an essential. That's essential Shia for sure. Uh, then the new, well, I guess it's not new. I think this was 2017. Moderately new. Uh, followed that up with Borg versus McEnroe. A cool little, little tennis flick. Ooh. <laughs> and then last but not least, uh, capped it off with, uh, the new movie, Peanut Butter Falcon, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll get into it, but a definite highlight. For sure. Uh, so the, some of the un- unfortunate ones that we had to skip, you know, 
We, again, Shy Fest 2020, we might circle back to some of these. I think it's very likely. Uh, so for any, uh, any classic animation heads, you may not know this, but uh, Shia was a, uh, a main character in one of Studio Ghibli's earliest movies, Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind. Mm. Uh, some little voice acting uh, that he does. Of course, we have the Even Stevens movie that we missed. We'll go back to that for sure. Yeah. Speaking of voice acting, he was uh, the lead penguin in Surf's Up, Ooh. which was, you know, you may know it as the other penguin movie that came out the same year as Happy Feet. I thought they were the same movie when I, I thought it was like a spinoff. When I saw it. <laughs> it's totally different. <laughs> it's kind of like a DreamWorks Pixar type thing where they, you know, will sometimes. I like, I think, so, I think someone was like watching it maybe and I like walked yeah. by and I was like, oh, is this like. Like how you know how the, the Madagascar movies had like the penguins like spinoffs. Yes, and I thought the it was lemurs. like I thought it was like the Latino penguins spinoff mm. of Happy Feet, but it was that was not true. Educated guess, but no, I can see where the confusion would come from though. Uh, and then Transformers two and three, you know, we're not going to watch forever. Look, that's just a fact. How dare you, Michael Bay, put out a Transformers movie that does not have Shia LaBeouf as the lead? I won't watch it. What am I, what am I supposed I to do? I mean, I did that? watch it, but I regret it. I'm glad I didn't watch it. I've it, never seen it. That movie is straight up. Okay, Transformers. Is it Transformers 4, right? Yeah. Is the first one with uh, Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, there's a there's more. Yeah, there's did more. The five? Did his, I think, his, yeah, and then there was Bumblebee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's. I have not seen one past three. A lot going on in the Transformers cinematic universe, but it's not worth it because uh, Transformers 4 is straight up like. Th- over three hours it's like you think the movie's about to end and then they go to china for an hour it's like irishman but for transformers yeah except irishman like i was still engaged past hour two <laughs> whereas i was straight i was like looking at my watch and at <laughs> when we got to two and a half in transformers four i was like let's let's get this over with uh and then <laughs> timeless classic indiana jones and the crystal skull i have seen that one i have seen that one uh, I'm curious to see if it's really as bad as people make it out. It's I been a long time since I've seen it. I do not remember most of it. I don't remember it being great, but people really like to shit on this one. So I'm, I'm kind of curious. Uh, we also had Eagle Eye, uh, which was like, did you ever end up seeing that? No. So this, I just, uh, I've seen like very quick, like quick clips. Yeah. I think this was like 08 or 09, but it's this sci-fi movie about this AI that is like controlling Shia's life and like manipulating him into doing crazy things and like working for the government. It's pretty wild. Modern day. Yeah. I actually, I had that originally on our Shia Fest 2019 docket, but you know, time restraints and whatnot. Trim. Uh, Also Lawless, which I've never seen, but looks great. Never Which is, that's the one where I think he's like a moonshine bootlegger or something. Yeah. Instead of a moonshine liquor. (laughs) We need to have a a Tarantino fest next time, but we'll be able to watch three movies because they're all so long. (laughs) Um, And then, of course, tragically not available for home viewing yet is Honey Boy, which I've been looking forward to for a very long time. I, I think it's still in theaters. I think I still might be able to catch it, but... We'll see if I can if I can find some time for it. I've heard very good things about it. It's his it's his uh, autobiography. Yeah, where he plays his own father, which is wild. It's exciting. I'm very excited to see that. He's cutting edge. He is. You know what I will say? 
a lot of good movies. People do not like think I about that. Enjoyed everything we watched yesterday. We did not watch a bad movie yesterday. No, which is saying a lot because you know there's all. I mean, obviously we skipped over a couple duds. You know, who's gonna say that Surfs Up and Transformers Three are you know heavy hitters? But that's not the point. The point is he's got some great movies hiding hiding away in the filmography. So I think we're we're just gonna go through and and touch a little bit. On, on that each sounds of great. That sounds great to me. So starting off with Even Stevens, season two, episode 16. It's a Disney Channel musical episode. So take that for what it is, you know. Yeah. But I still, you know, some of the songs or I realized while watching were buried deep inside my brain. <laughs> Josh, I was Josh has this vast picking knowledge. Up on a, he, he has a, a steel trap in the back of his mind that goes to useless song lyrics. I don't songs remember, that he's maybe heard like twice. Yeah, I don't remember anything important. Of course. But if there's a song I've probably heard, I can probably sing along. Vocabulary words, uh, you know, formulas, equations, periodic table. Nothing. It's all gone. Completely wiped. But we went to the moon in, in 1969. 1969. Is back there somewhere. <laughs> That's in there, apparently. <laughs> you know what really uh, hit me when watching Even Stevens was the claymation intro. I forgot all about that. I totally forgot because I I distinctly remember now the like remote control lightsaber battle that happens yeah, in the intro. Sick. I I completely voided that from my memory. <laughs> zero idea that was coming. Like zero. Oh man, yeah. And then there's like I totally forgot about the brother too. There's yeah. like the older brother yeah. who's like always lifting weights. Yeah, he was on screen for about twenty seconds that episode. Yeah, he definitely not a prominent episode. I think maybe he's like off to college or something at, that at makes a certain sense. point. I I really don't. I kind of want to go back and start watching. Even he looks Stevens like the older one. Yeah, he's definitely older. Maybe we will. Perhaps available on Disney Plus. Stream now on Disney Plus. This episode brought, brought to you by, by the Disney, Disney Corporation. That's not true. They'd probably sue us if we, yeah, probably if we, if we didn't add a just kidding at the end of that. They'll sue me for singing the Went to the Moon song. That's true. Yeah. We're going to get copyright strike for this one. That's okay. It's not like we put 30 to a minute, you know, of songs in all of our episodes. Shh. It's fine. It's fine. We'll be all right. We're not making ad money yet. We're not a target. Yeah. They don't want us. Um, but yeah. So <laughs> even Stevens. Uh, no beans in that episode no either. No beans. That was. My one gripe. Yeah, Beans would have been great for that episode. I can't say that his voice would probably lend itself. No, it would have well. been fun seeing him like in the gym scene, like getting hit with a basketball in the face or something. Yes, a lot of classic early 2000s gags going on. You know, that you have the evil gym teacher who's like yeah. forcing, you know, and they have to go through the ropes course and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, and there's like the weird like CGI teeth chattering. Yeah, that like, was obstacle. Rough. It was like uh, a tire thing or you like go like high knees to the tires. Yeah. But there was like these little like plastic teeth that were like chomping that you like, wind <laughs> up in them. But they were clearly CGI'd in after. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that there is any CGI budget for the Even Stevens show. Like was this we, we needed the teeth in the thing? It's, it's an essential slapstick gag. My favorite thing was they showed the guy running on the treadmill <laughs> and you could clearly see the logo like on the treadmill on the bottom that like was not moving. The, the, the tread was, was totally stationary. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's not important. Your your eyes should be on the action, which was I, Shia I just, LaBeouf. I hate how quick I noticed it. Yeah. Yeah. You have, a, you have a pretty good knack for that. Yeah. I was watching some show with Shannon where you instantly pointed out some inconsistency that oh, was I going that. on. <laughs> it was like one of the plot points what was the show the 100 yeah, was the show yeah. which you know is a cw show at the end of the day 
but they, they were like climbing up a cliff or something and like a rope snaps and you know that's like the kind of point of conflict there but then they get to the top and the rope is intact again <laughs> Uh, so, you know, I walked in for 30 seconds <laughs> instantly ruined instantly the night. It out. <laughs> oh, you love to see it. But, you know, even Stevens, I will say for in 07, was it earlier? It might have been 06, 05. Earlier. It might have been a little earlier. That feels right. Though. Not bad. Not bad. There's, I really don't remember very much at it's all watchable. about even Stevens though. I remember far less than I thought I did. I pretty much remember nothing besides like the Even Stevens movie, like little pieces of that. Yeah. There's like, I know the intro of the Even Stevens movie is like, there's something with like an armchair that he decks out and like it's going crazy or something. And I don't remember that. I just remember they're on the island doing like a yeah. survivor show and they don't know it's a show or something. Yes. That's yeah. really all I got. And I remember the episode where Shia gets like hired to stay in a bed. Have you ever have you seen that one? Yeah, you remember that one? Yeah, where he's he's got to stay in a bed for like two weeks or something. Easy, I could do it. All right, if I, if I had like <laughs> already do it, if I had some sort of option to maybe get up and stretch my legs for like two minutes a day, yeah, and also use the restroom, I I would like to avoid using a bedpan if I can. Yeah, that'd be kind of a, a hassle. I'd be afraid to spill it. What if I spill it and I have to be in there for another week? Like they wouldn't, they probably wouldn't change the linens, would they? Well, I'd have to get out of the bed for them to change the linens, you can right? Roll. Yeah, that's true. A tactful roll. That's possible. Kind of a pain, though. That would be that'd be a lot to handle. A very important aspect of what we're talking about here. <laughs> yes. It's essential to the Shia filmography. Uh, and the next up was Holes, which... Still, talk about... It holds up pretty well. Talk about holding up well. That's a great movie. Holes, I would still recommend, even if like somebody wasn't growing up watching Holes. It's still a good one. You could still watch it and be like, this is great. Um... I mean, the soundtrack, mm-hmm. you have a, a surprisingly good cast. Yeah, there was... Sigourney Weaver is in there. Yeah. Um, oh, what's his name? I know who who plays Mr. Sir? We're going to do is a it, quick fact it's check. The guy, it's the same guy from Transformers, the Secretary of Defense. Yes. Uh, let's see. John Voight. Yes. Yes, John Voight. And then Tim Blake Nelson, who is in the new season of Watchmen oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, he plays Mom. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. <laughs> he's, so, pretty, he's pretty well known too. Yeah. There, um, and, there's oh there's mm. that she falls in love with. And then uh, both of them. Oh, both yeah, of them yeah. are, are very yeah, renowned the, people. The kiss and Kate, whatever. Yeah. Oh uh, let's yeah, she's see. A, oh, and Henry Winkler. Henry, Henry Winkler, Winkler is the dad. This. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There there <laughs> there's some hidden stars. Cleo Thomas, who plays Zero, is is very high up on the list, of course. Uh, who Thomas got a shout out from? Yeah, I don't know if we've mentioned that on the uh, on the show yet, but Thomas dressed up as Zero for Halloween this year, and the guy that plays Zero straight up was like putting him on his Insta story. Was like, I mean, he did that for pretty much everybody who was. Yeah, but they have one of the better better uh, costumes for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. it was Patricia Arquette. Yeah, who plays Kissing Kate Barlow. Surprisingly low on the billing list. Yeah, very low. I'm I not guess sure why that is. M- maybe back then she wasn't as big yet. I don't know. Probably. And then Dulé Hill. Is that how you pronounce that? Looks right. Dulé. Sounds French. Uh, who plays Sam? Yeah. There's there's some there's some stars and holes. Oh yeah. Now this was not like a Disney Channel original though, right? They just bought it, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because it's on HBO right now. But you know, it's coming soon to. Disney Plus in January, January 1st, 2020. I, you know, that really pisses me off that Disney will sit there and be like, look at our beautiful catalog of movies that you can watch now for $5 a month. And you go to straight up like half of them are not available until mid 2020. Yeah. Like legitimately, I 
a solid portion of them are not available. Almost seems like maybe they should have kicked off their streaming service later. Yeah. But then they couldn't well, get all that sweet money only, from the false advertising. They only had a had like half or full ownership of Hulu, so like wow. Yeah, it's not like they could just pivot Hulu into being essentially Disney Plus. But you know, then again, then they can't double the We need more saturation in the market. <laughs> if there's one thing the market needs more of, it's streaming services. Which I mean Oh man. The thing with streaming services, it's 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 cyclical. Yeah. You have the pirates. Right. And then they're coming back. Yeah, yeah. Everybody pirates things when there's it's too hard to get them. Then yes, the streaming services consolidate. Right, the market will correct itself, and then people say, "Okay, well, actually, five dollars a month for everything is fine." Right, and then but now it's fifty-five dollars a month for everything if you yeah. want all of the streaming services. So people go back to pirating, and then they'll buy each other, and then there'll be two. Yeah, they'll go head to head. Someone will pick one to buy. Look, I'm not going to say that I condone piracy because. On the record, I do not. We have never pirated anything, especially a recent Shia LaBeouf movie. We just not, no. We would not do that. Just know that I have invested in a VPN. Uh, <laughs> that could be for anything. That could be for anything. Again, that, well, that's purely for internet security, you know? Yeah, exactly. For what I'm doing my Jeffrey Epstein research yeah. so that I don't get suicided. Exactly. Yeah. Again, on the record, I've never had a suicide a lot. Never. So take that as you will. If, if suddenly the Jeff pill goes down... You'll know. It's unavailable on streaming services. You'll know something happened to us. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Holes, great film. I think it's really funny in hindsight. I thought that the spotted lizards were pretty scary. I feel like when yeah, I was a me kid, too. they are literally just bearded dragons. With paint. That, with that they had some CGI ones too. There were. There were some run. They were like running around on their back legs. The and ones like the frills. that frills. Yeah, the ones that were like had to do certain movements and stuff yes. were all CGI. Were like, if you had to get like bit or chased by one, they were CGI. But there's the scene where. Uh, Shia and, and Zero are hanging out in the pit with a chest, mm-hmm. and they're like all the lizards are crawling all over them, and it's literally just bearded dragons with from like, like a petco. Some yellow circles on their back. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, also, I will say the shoes that he steals, not that cool looking. Kind of bricks. They kind of suck. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like cleats too. So yeah. it's not even like casual sneakers that you would like buy mm-hmm. for yourself. I guess early 2000s cleats, they'd be okay. Uh, maybe. But like if you're walking around in the city in cleats, yeah. it's kind of a weird vibe. I don't. Cleats are annoying to walk on, like, concrete with. You yeah. Crunch. Also, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but the, Shia is, like, a first offender, right? Yeah. He steals a pair of shoes Yeah. from a homeless shelter, and he gets 18 months in the desert. That's a harsh sentence. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty rough. Um, But, you know, what are you going to do? It's our broken law system. Amen. It's a commentary. The whole movie is essentially just a commentary. There's a little, there's a little bit of commentary on it. No, there is. Yeah. There absolutely is. Um, but, yeah, check it out on HBO. Don't check it out on Disney Plus because you can't. Until January 1st, 2020. Yeah, they're lying to you. I think it's even later. Yeah. I think it's like late January. Late January? Cowards. 2020 still. So long from now. Yes. It's only 2019 right now. So. <laughs> oh, that's rough. Don't, don't, even, don't even go there. And we followed this up with uh, Disturbia. Which, a thriller classic. It was good. Yeah. Surprisingly, again, I forgot, still holds I, up. I had actually seen that one before with you guys. Oh, yeah. It was, it was still good. I remember the scene that always, like, so this was one of the first quote-unquote scary movies that I ever saw, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was probably pretty close to when it was released. But there's, there was one scene where uh, Shia's kind of going over some of the video footage that his friend got while he's running around the killer's house. Mm-hmm. 
and like he zooms in on the air vent and you kind of see the face of one of the bodies like mm-hmm. vacuum sealed. That shit was pretty scary. Yeah. It's a little freaky. Because um, there's that in our house right now. So yeah, it, it makes me scared that somebody else could find that in our home, even yeah, though we've I hidden hope, it so well. I think it's we have that piece of furniture in front of it still. That's so true. It That's helps true. Us out. Yeah, a, a heavy lime smell in our house though. A lot of lime, a lot of formaldehyde. Yeah, we just cut a bunch of margarita mix and like <laughs> literal and limes, so it's kind of throw them off. <laughs> Oh yeah, but no, it's it, there's some pretty iconic moments. My favorite one is when, because uh, you know the premise of the movie for those who are unfamiliar, Shia LaBeouf is placed on house arrest uh, following he, he so he assaults his Spanish teacher. Yes, because uh, the setup of the movie is you know he's Shia's on a fishing trip with his dad. They can do a terrible car accident on the way home, and his dad dies. Uh, so he's kind of, you know, depressed and he's in class and he's, you know, failing Spanish and he's given this terrible presentation, which we can all heavily relate to terrible Spanish class presentations. Uh, honestly, he probably did better than I did in some of my <laughs> Spanish. Like he's like really fumbling through this presentation and I'm very much in the same vein in terms of my foreign language skills. I really appreciated the Asian guy that kept saying the word quizás <laughs> over and over because we did that to our poor well, Spanish teacher. Yes. For those oh. for those that are not so Spanishly inclined like ourselves, um, yes, the word quizás in Spanish translates roughly to perhaps. Yes, and um, obviously when you're in sixth grade Spanish class and you learn that, that's pretty damn funny. That's yeah. funny, and when that's you like get the funniest thing you can say, you get your your Spanish teacher who doesn't quite understand the joke. Mm-hmm. You just keep asking how to say perhaps, and they keep saying quizás <laughs> to you. It gets to be pretty funny. So Definitely I, a couple jokers. That. Yeah, a couple jokers in the sixth grade Spanish class was, pulling that one That was the Wild West. That Spanish <laughs> class was unhinged. Oh, shout out to all the middle school teachers out there. Uh, keep doing you. Yeah, keep doing you. Um, so, yeah, so the, basically the teacher kind of confronts him and he's like, you know, you're failing this class. Why should I pass you? And he goes, what would your father think about this? And that kind of sets him off. So he punches him in the face mm-hmm. uh, and he, he goes for the beat down oh, like, yeah. he does not stop on one punch he's like on the ground after him afterwards mm-hmm. um so he gets sentenced to house arrest for like a year um where he kind of starts to spy on all of his neighbors mm-hmm. uh, as a way to entertain himself because his mom cuts off his internet which is pretty cruel if you are yeah. under house arrest what are you supposed to do i literally like what are you supposed to do if you're confined to your to your home without the internet what, what did you do in the 1970s they have to be miserable. <laughs> I guess it was more severe of a punishment then. That's true. Yeah, I, I, house arrest really is kind of outdated, if you think about it. It's yeah. really not that much of a punishment at all. I prefer it. Yeah. I wish I had an excuse to just sure. sit, never leave. Yeah, take <laughs> Work us from down. home all the time. Oh, please. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe I should, you know, get in trouble for pirating movies. Although they probably just take every dollar I have instead of giving me yeah, house arrest. they wouldn't house arrest you. I could just pirate more movies from my <laughs> home. <laughs> Pirating movies while on house arrest for pirating movies. That's a power play. That's sick. Then you go to the uh, real, the real slammer. Yeah. Then they just, yeah, they just put you in jail. Um. So yeah, he starts spying on his neighbors, and he starts to suspect that uh, his one neighbor is a serial killer. Which, spoiler alert, he is. Um. And there's like this whole like romance subplot with his other neighbor. She gets involved with it, and then you know, it's it's a whole it's a whole spiel, but. It's, it's good. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Good little good little thriller movie. Not too scary, you know, if you're still right. looking for some cheap thrills. You're not going to have any nightmares over this one. No. But it, it's fun. It is. It's like a moderately believable scenario. Yeah, sure. It's fun. 
Yeah. My favorite scene, I think, in the whole movie, though, is at the very end when he's spying on the kids who keep trying to prank him throughout the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, they put, like, flaming dog That's poop on his funny. doorstep. Uh, but he catches them watching porn. Uh, <laughs> and he calls uh, their house under the guise of being the, like, internet provider. Yeah. And he's like, excuse me, ma'am, I just wanted to verify your purchase for, <laughs> like, he's watching the kids get busted for watching porn in their movie, in their in their room. It's good stuff. That was a classic. Classic cinema moment. Top 10 of the year. I think of the decade. (laughs) Top 10 cinema moments of the decade. Oh, and then moving on to Transformers, which, to be honest, I did not think this was going to hold up as well as it did. Yeah, I agree. It's like the CGI, still pretty Pretty good. good, Still pretty damn good. Better than I thought it was going to be. And again, talk about some some stars. Yeah. You know, you obviously you have. That's a full cast. You have Megan Fox, who was like. The babe of the 2000s. Peak Megan Fox. Uh, You got, of course, Shia. Uh, What's the name of the CIA agent? Uh, I never remember his name, but he's in a lot of stuff. I don't remember it either. Let's see. You have Josh Duhamel. Oh, yeah, Josh Duhamel. Major Hottie. What a babe. Tyrese Gibson, uh, who was one of the other soldiers in the movie. Yeah, he's Uh, good. USAF Tech Sergeant Epps. Yeah. You may know him better as famously uh, Anthony Anderson, who plays like the hacker guy yeah. for the CIA. He's, he's not with the CIA, but he's like no, he's friends like with the CIA people. His, yeah. like, le- his friend is like from it. Uh, of course, John Voight, yeah. who plays the Secretary of Defense, uh, a returning uh, castmate of Shia. You have John Turturro, who was, if you've seen The Night Of, he yeah. plays the detective he's great, in The Night right? Of. He's great. Uh, good, good comedy chops. And great, you know, great drama actor, too. Yeah. And Night Of. Great. And then uh, Kevin Dunn, who plays his father, Ron Widwicky. He's fun. Oh, yeah. He is fun. The parents are fun. (laughs) The dynamic with the parents and the chihuahua is great. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the type of humor that I really didn't think was still going to be hidden, but it's it's still very relatable. I was still pretty... I was laughing at it. (laughs) Like... When they got, when they're talking about the dog's identity issues, and she's like, "Oh, that's his bling." That's and his she's bling. giving him this like girly, bedazzled <laughs> collar. Oh, it's that's a little too close to home, probably. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, but again, CGI still holds up. It's probably a little long, yeah, further than it needs to be. It's like two and a half hours, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. It's a little again. No Transformers movie really needs to be more than like. A hard cutoff at two hours. Yeah, you know, because it's like 145 is probably the sweet spot. But knowing Michael Bay, he's going to drag that thing out for as long as he can. That's true. Um, but I mean, everybody's seen Transformers. There's not a whole lot we it's, can say about this that hasn't been I, said. I found myself quoting way too much of it. <laughs> Josh was pulling out. He goes, "Are you ladies man two one five? Like it's <laughs> yeah. like two, one, two, one two seven. and seven? Excuse me. I'm a fake fan. I like I probably haven't seen the movie in like eight years. Literally like. <laughs> Maybe Almost more. a decade. <laughs> I was shooting them. I oh, knew everything. Ladies Man. Man 217. Yeah. Classic. That would be a great username now still. Like, ironically, of course. But That's right. Same with Stanley Yelnats. Stanley Yelnats. Just Stanley backwards. Oh, man. But... Optimus Prime, bring me the cube, or you know, get to the building. Sab, get these to the are, building. These are things that we regularly quote <laughs> with no context. With extreme levels of irony, but still not really relevant to what we're talking about. No, yeah. If you even mention, like, get to a place, usually that's followed by Sam, get to the building. Yeah. Yeah. Because what else would I say? Nothing. Do you remember how cool this movie made Camaros? Yeah. Like, everybody wanted that 2007 Camaro. I was Googling Camaros while we were watching. They're pretty affordable. (laughs) You can get an 07 Camaro for a steal these days. I mean, you can get, like, a 2015 Camaro for, like, 15,000. 
It's surprising. American muscle cars are going for pretty cheap on the low end. Yeah. Uh, you can get a Challenger for like 25 I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like a new one, probably. Who's like the lowest end. Maybe we do. We're heading to the dealership now. With our um, Disney Plus money. That Disney Plus Our cash. Disney sponsorship cash. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Classic action sci-fi. You can't go wrong with it. You can probably go wrong. It, two is still... I still enjoy two. I'd like to watch it again. Yeah. Before I say I'm, that. I'm like, I think I'm like mixing two, the best parts of two and three together into one movie in my head. Because I'm probably. not really sure what happens in each. Honest to God, I don't know if I could tell you the plot to Transformers 3. No. It's is that's not the one with the pyramids is two, right? Yeah. Is the three the one where they're in the city with like the building that's like leaning sideways? Maybe. And they, Maybe. Like, they like sneak in. That's like the one where Optimus Prime is like quote unquote bad, right? I don't know. Because isn't there the what's the one where they like the that like Josh Jumel and the boys like parachute into the city? That might be three. That's three. That might that be was, three. That's some sick action. I mean, it's a Michael Bay movie. It's always going to have some sick action. But, but like what actually is <laughs> happening, I don't know. I have no clue. I just remember there is a scene in 2 where, uh, what's his name? Torturo's character is watching one of the Transformers on the pyramid. And he's got these dangling oh, yeah. uh, that's, like that's wrecking balls yeah. for, for a scrote. That's, that's very classic. Classic vibe. Classic 09 humor, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Peak. Peak 09 humor. Uh, and then we have like a whole different set of movies after this. Like you have kind of comedy slash like, you know, lighthearted shy movies, even though Disturbia is like a little dark at mm -hmm. certain points. But it's still, you know, there's still some humor in it. Mm -hmm. Now we go into like serious actor career pivot Shia. Yes. Uh, with Fury, which this movie criminally underrated. I love it. It has movie. like a seven on IMDb. I'm going to do a quick fact check. On the Rotten Tomatoes freshness. Uh, let's see. I, I heavily enjoy this movie. I really cannot it's a, think. It's a great take on, I mean, World War II movies, yeah. there's so many of them. This is a very unique take, and the acting is phenomenal. I like the story. Again, talk about a great cast. The cast is phenomenal. It's uh, hard to beat. Yeah. Okay, so maybe it was just the IMDb score is out of whack, because I guess the, the Rotten Tomatoes seems a little more consistent. 84%. Yeah audience which i would agree with i'd it's give it fine. maybe 8.5 yeah. out of 10 solid flick uh critics to 76 which i guess you know is okay mm -hmm. i mean this you can't like stack this movie up to like saving private ryan or anything in terms of like classic world war ii right but i thoroughly enjoy fury uh my favorite thing is like the tank physics i guess yeah. you would call mm -hmm. it where like uh the shells aren't just like you know, missiles that they shoot right. out. Like, they're kind of they like... They can reflect off Right, they'll, they'll bounce off the tank armor. Mm -hmm. Like, it'll, like, drill a hole through the armor. Yeah. Um, instead of, like, just blowing up, like, classic Hollywood effects, you know? So, basically, Fury, just, like, a quick rundown. It's... Yeah. It's, like, a tank battalion, I guess, but it focuses right. on... Like, one One tank specific unit. tank yeah. unit, which is Fury. led by... Yeah, the Fury is the tank's name, I guess. Yes. But Led by Don War Daddy up. Collier, played Ooh. by Brad Pitt, baby. Brad, Brad Pitt playing a man named War Daddy. <laughs> if that doesn't tell you what you need to know about this movie. That, that alone should set the movie at about a 9 out of 10. Brad Pitt is so good in this. Yeah. He's like this very kind of like stoic commander, very like war-hardened, grizzled. Phenomenal hair. Look. Phenomenal hair. I could try for... Two to three hours 
to get my hair to look like that every day. And I would never even get close. <laughs> I would never get close. I mean, it's insane. It is, it is like perfectly styled uh, the entire movie. And then, of course, we have Shia, who is sporting a fantastic mustache. She does have a great it's mustache. It's kind of like, it's kind of like small on the, like the sides, mm-hmm. but it works very well. It looks nice. Uh, and he plays Boyd Bible Swan. Yeah, he's like the kind of the, the preacher of the yes. crew. Yeah, they all have like their nicknames. Um, some of the other notable cast members, you got Logan Lerman, who is kind of the main character, who plays Norman. He's yep. like this fresh-faced, kind of new to the front Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy. He was like a records guy, and they just kind of were like, "All right, we need you on the tank now." Yeah, this guy died. It's. I think this takes place kind of late World War II, where they're yeah. actually like on they're the like German cleaning line. up Germany, yeah. basically. Yeah. Uh, so they're pretty desperate for men at this point, and he's kind of you know untrained. I think he said he had like eight months of training or eight something. Weeks. Eight weeks of training. Oh. That was his eighth week in the army. Wow. Like yeah. in like actual combat. That is that is brutal. And then you have John Bernthal, who is a Shire regular. Yeah. Uh. Shia loves to to hang out with Bernthal. Who are you looking for? Oh, Michael Pena. Oh yeah, Michael Pena of of Ant Man fame. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's actually pretty good. In he's that. good. I I would not it, really. It, right, he, I mean, he was really good in Narcos too. He played a That's, serious role. I forgot he was in Narcos. Yeah, he was good. That's in that. right. Yeah, he's a talented actor. Yeah, he's definitely got great comedic chops though. Oh yeah, definitely. There's That's a scene where, where he excels. Where they're in a German town that they've just uh, taken and. Um, Norman and uh, and Brad Pitt are, are having dinner with this uh, these two German women, and <laughs> Michael Pena comes strolling in. Uh, they're all like firing off and trying to like ruin their good time and everything. But Michael Pena is wearing like this top hat that he's like looted from a house yeah. in there, and he's got a cane with him and a gold chain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good stuff. But yeah, Fury, great World War II movie. If you haven't seen it, if you like war movies, you'll love it. And it ends with, oh, the ending is, is fantastic. Really so, cool. Yeah. Not to give away too much, but uh, it's basically a, the kind of, yeah. yeah, not to give away too much, but here's the climax. <laughs> uh, their, their tank kind of breaks down at a certain point when they're on their way to try and break up a German line. And they're kind of the last tank standing after they face off with a, a German tank unit. And uh, they basically have to kind of do a almost a one-man army type situation where they create an ambush while their tank is stationary and can't move and they have to like destroy this whole German line and it's awesome. It's an SS unit so they're mm-hmm. really giving them the what for. Uh, it's great stuff though. Check out. I game. really enjoyed this one. Like yeah. I'll say I probably said six times but yeah, it's cool. Uh, so one of our great friends of the show, Kyle, uh, we have a rule in place basically yes. that says whenever Kyle doesn't like a movie for seemingly no reason that means that that movie is great. Yes. Uh, and Kyle does not like Fury, which... So... That, so you should see Fury. So she's probably watched Fury. Yes. He's got this way that he watches movies that really <laughs> makes me upset. I... Yeah. <laughs> How could you possibly enjoy he, a movie like this? He'll download a movie... To his I, phone. To his phone. Which, he's rocking like a cracked, like, ye- iPhone 6? Yeah, and he's got like, I think he has like that night mode turned on that's like the orange <laughs> hue to the screen. You know what I'm talking the about? The orange hue. He's got like a screen protector <laughs> Right this down, all the way. Uh, and he watches movies on his lunch break in 30 second, 30, 30 second, 30 minute spurts. So yes. like... He's watching something like Eyes Wide Shut that's like two and a half hours long, like a Stanley Kubrick movie, clearly <laughs> intended to be a one-sitting gig, <laughs> on his lunch break in 30-minute intervals. <laughs> We're like, how, how could you enjoy any movie like this On this phone. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, to each his own. I guess. I, I guess it's personal do, I preference. I couldn't do it. It's certainly not for me. 
So that's um, so Kyle like, doesn't like it. So you know it's a good movie. Yes. Uh, up next was Borg versus McEnroe, which I had never seen before. Neither until I. this. I was familiar with like the tennis side of it, but right, like the actual never match. actually seen the movie. Very yeah. good. It was. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I probably wouldn't put it at the same level as Fury or Peanut Butter Falcon or Holes. I agree. If with we're that. talking tiers, maybe. Right. Yeah. If you got S tier, probably be Holes, Fury, Peanut Butter Falcon. I agree with that. I would maybe put Borg versus McEnroe A or B. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, but it's a pretty quick one. It's like hour 45. Yeah. Um, but for those who are unfamiliar, uh, here's a little a little summary for you. It is the 1980s Wimbledon Tennis Championship. Bjorn Borg is the number one tennis player in the world and the undisputed king of Wimbledon. He has won the tournament four times in a row. A fifth consecutive time would be a world first. However, a new face has appeared in the tennis world and presents a serious threat to Borg's title hopes. John McEnroe, who was played by Shia LaBeouf. I really, he was really good as John McEnroe. Like he was, he he did that well. The classic John McEnroe temper tantrums. Yeah, Shia's built for that. Yes, uh, he's lived a couple temper, temper, yeah. temper oh, yeah. tantrums oh, yeah. in his life. Definitely. Uh, yeah, but for people who don't know, uh, Bjorn Borg was kind of this classic stoic, emotionless, almost like tennis robot. Yeah. Uh, who was kind of known for being calm and cool the whole time, and John McEnroe is famous for the exact opposite. Yes. Who was like this fiery, loudmouthed, yelling at the ref, cursing, telling the fans yeah. to f off, him <laughs> shouting at the fans. This is one of my favorite points of the whole movie. We were just <laughs> shouting just at the fans to f themselves. Oh man. And then you have Sverir Gudnason, who I don't know if I've seen anything else that he's in. He was great as Borg. Fantastic as Borg. Fantastic. Fantastic fantastic hair. Beautiful hair on this man. Wow. I mean, he had, like, his hair was significantly better than his, like, fiance's hair. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I feel bad for him. Like, these beautiful Fabio, like, locks. But, like, better than Fabio. Like, Fabio, famously known for his hair. This dude could win over Fabio. Yeah. Like, it's, like, like thick shoulder length, Swedish vibe going on. Like, a nice auburn hue. That was great. That was great. Uh, And then Stellan Skarsgård plays uh, Bjorn Borg's coach. Yeah, he was really good in that He's also very good. Of Chernobyl fame. And fame from, like... And fame from things. like a ton of other fantastic things. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a great actor. We like him. Um, but yeah, so it's it's very good. Very good sports documentary. Yeah. I liked it. Or I guess, you know, not documentary quite, but like a biography. Yeah. Still, um, I mean, most, I mean, I wouldn't really say it was like biography style. No, 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 no. So, I so mean, it's like a normal movie. Yeah. I would, uh, like, a sports drama. Cool imagery will. as well. I like the, yeah. the filming and all that was yeah, cool. Yeah, there was some cool like flashbacks. Like it'll, it kind of, the interesting, most interesting part that I didn't know was that, so I guess Bjorn was kind of a hothead in his youth. Yeah. And he kind of basically gets whipped into shape by his coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was kind of neat to see how like he used to be kind of McEnroe and that right. kind of got in his head almost. Like there was a scene where he's sitting on the couch uh, and his wife is talking to him about McEnroe. And she's like, oh, look at how they're psyching him out. You know, he's he's all flared up and he's, he's disoriented. And Bjorn's like, nope, he's laser focused because yeah. he knows exactly where he's coming from. Uh, it's very cool. Yeah. If you have Hulu, it's free on Hulu. Yeah. So check it out. Give it a watch if you haven't seen it. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> where did that come from? I'm just thinking about Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> uh, we need to get shy on Trailer Park Boys. One of the movies. I bet he could do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, as we know from his next movie, he, he can do some trailer trash. He'd probably outshine them a little much. That's true. That's true. He's I, Maybe he's a little out of practice from his slapstick comedy from yeah. the Even Stevens days. Although maybe it would take him back. 
Maybe. Uh, but speaking of trailer trash, Peanut Butter Falcon's next up. Yeah. Which is probably my highlight of the day, it's in all great. honesty. Yeah. Uh, we had not seen this yet. No. It's new for us. But for, for those who are unfamiliar with Peanut Butter Falcon, that was came out in 2019, right? It's, yeah, it's new. Uh, so basically the premise is uh, Shia LaBeouf is a... Uh, he's kind of like a fisherman, I guess, like a dock worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he gets in trouble for stealing some other people's crabs, you know, and, and kind of honing in on other people's profits because he's, you know, down on his luck. Uh, but he gets in trouble with some guys, uh, some some bad dudes, some bad fisherman dudes mm-hmm. who, like, are hunting him down. So he's kind of on the lam trying to get to Florida away from these guys. Uh, and simultaneously, uh, Zach Gotzagan, Gots- sure. uh, who also plays Zach in the movie, funny mm-hmm. enough. Uh, he's this guy with Down syndrome, and he is living in a nursing home when we first find him uh, because, I guess, he doesn't have a family and there's nobody to really take care of him. So, the state has kind of put him into this nursing home so he can get uh, proper, quote-unquote, supervision, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has this dream of becoming a professional wrestler. Yeah. And so, he he is becomes obsessed with this local wrestler uh, who's the Saltwater Redneck, who yeah, was his wrestler redneck. name, which is sick. Oh, it's a great wrestler name. Um, but he uh, escapes from the nursing home and he goes on the lam too because he's trying to get to the saltwater redneck so he can become a professional wrestler. And he meets up with Shia and the movie kind of follows their misadventures uh, mm-hmm. as, they're, as they're on the run together. And uh, Dakota Johnson plays one of the nursing home workers who is kind of looking for Zach um, as, he's, as he's run away. Uh, and eventually she, without going into you know too much of the details, but she meets up with them and she kind of sees, you know, Oh, I shouldn't be treating Zach like he's, you know, a child. Right. I should be treating him as, you know, he's not as incapable as I thought he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, very wholesome, heartwarming oh, yeah. tale. It's a, a feel good movie. Oh, yeah. There's there's definitely some some pretty yeah, uh, intense moments. For sure. Without giving anything away. Um, but it's very good. Yeah. Shia plays like this like Creole almost kind of like yeah, Louisiana boy. So I think it takes place in like South Carolina or like the Outer Banks. Yeah. It's near um, Outer Banks, I think. But yeah, he's he's got a real trailer trash vibe to him. He's got like these Converse on, but like the backs are cut the off. The heels so are slip gone. On. Yeah, they're slip on. He's got the jorts. He's got this dirty, dirty ass white t-shirt. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, he pulls it off though. He does look good. Uh, a lot of a lot of great cinematography in this oh, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, some great scenes of like him and Zach just hanging out like on the beach or on their makeshift raft that they've made. <laughs> I like that that shot of them like walking through that cornfield. It's like an aerial shot. Yeah, that was pretty. Oh cool. yeah, yeah, some great scenes. Um, that was another quick one too. I think I, did I say that earlier? It's like yeah, hour, I think it was like hour and a half. Hour and a half ish. Yeah. Uh, but this is kind of like Shia's had like a little bit of a renaissance this year between Honey Boy and Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. Very critically acclaimed. Uh, the two of them. Although I will say, IMDb strikes again seven point seven for Peanut Butter Falcon. Really, which is disappointing. I think it's. I think it's better than that. I might put it at a nine. I really like it. It's one of my favorites of the year that it I've was, seen. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's see what the audience has to say on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes with a much stronger score oh, coming wow. in. Yeah. That's that's what it deserves. That's what you like to see. That's what you like to see for good old Shia LaBeouf. A 95 for critics, 96 for audience. If that it tells you anything. 4,600, almost 4,700 audience yeah. ratings, putting it at 96. And 176 critic ratings. I feel yeah. like that's high. That's, that's a lot of critic yeah. ratings. <laughs> it's a solid movie. Yeah. It no, really I is good. thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, also, great acting across the board. Yeah. Um, all of them are great. Zach has some great comedic chops. Yeah, he was funny. He's, he's, he was very funny. Yeah. Uh, there's like this scene where they're on the beach just getting drunk. Uh-huh. And they're like, <laughs> and he's like 
Shia over the course of the movie quote, quote unquote trains Zach to be a wrestler. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, he's like yelling him to like lift this log up and it's, it's great. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely check it out. There was a, have. a great moment where I knew that I loved the movie was mm-hmm. when it was, they're around a fire and a Gregory Allen Isakov song started yeah, playing. That's right. And I was like, all right. <laughs> you got me. You looked over at me and you were like, is that Greg? <laughs> yup. Oh, yeah. It's it's good stuff. And I am very much looking forward to uh, Honey Boy after this. For sure. Where he's playing his own father. We'll do it. We'll do a quick fact check on, on some Honey Boy numbers. Be right back. Oh, another strong turnout for Shia. 93 and 92 scores. Love to see that. Wow, good stuff. I love that picture of him. Him with like the the receding hairline and the Coke bottle glasses. That's fantastic. You love to see it. And speaking of, you know, one of the things we love most about Shia, of course, is the fits. For sure. If you don't follow Shia's outfits on Instagram, get in there. He's called Shia Fits? I think it's called Shia's Outfits. Shia's Outfits. I think I I was misquoting it yesterday. I think that's on me. Um, but some, I think some of my favorite ones were Borg versus McEnroe because he's got this like 80s perm going on. Love the 80s perm. Uh, combined with the multicolored sweatband. Yeah. And like Whole the, the pants tucked into the socks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The pants and the socks. Fantastic. Love and like, look. he's got these fluffy headphones too. Yeah. They're like weird, fuzzy, uh, like over ear headphones, Love which it. is, yeah, very good. And of course, the classic army get up in fury. Always Iconic. great. Yeah. I will say about Even Stevens, the outfits are bad. Very early 2000s energy <laughs> are, with the outfits. They're exactly what you might expect. The orange cargo shorts. That go like down to like mid shin. The green shirt and the... A lot of neon. The matching colored Hawaiian shirt over that. Yes. Yeah. A lot of neon, a lot of Hawaiian. The guy with the, the capris on and like the tank top. <laughs> the tank top and the capris. Oh, it's it's a perfect window, you know, perfect window in time, perfect time capsule. Absolutely. Um, but again, I just don't think people give Shia enough credit when it comes to being an actor. A lot of people like to go, oh, didn't he go off the rails in 2014? Yeah, he did. We all did. Who didn't? We all went off the rails in 2014, okay? Look, it's no surprise. Uh, but, you know, and also he had a recent Hot Ones interview that was great. We forgot to watch that yesterday. Love his Hot Ones the Hot Ones interview is fantastic where he talks about, like, naked wrestling with Tom Hardy. I love that story. That's uh, <laughs> a great story. <laughs> uh, and, he, and he gives uh, some great insight into some of his most famous fit picks, too. Yeah. Uh, my favorite fit pick of all of Shia's. You know this very well. But uh, it's he's wearing some black skinny jeans tucked into these, like, army boots. Yep. Uh, and then he's got a fleece, a Patagonia fleece over a hoodie. Uh, and he's got a plastic fork hanging out of his mouth and he's carrying a salad yep. in his other arm. And uh, the story behind that was he like just got fired for some play or something. Yeah. And yeah. so he was just walking around Manhattan trying to figure out life. And, you know, that's some of the greatest fits are born from emotional turmoil, that's I will right. say. Uh, and then Josh has as one that he recreated. I don't know the, the storyline behind this I don't know story. that one either. Yeah. But... Um, I recently came into a fringe jacket, so I've been trying to find every possible uh, reason to wear that. Of course. Uh, notable appearances at the Emmylou Harris concert. Yep, I wore it there. Uh, and in our dining room to go to Wings 101 yesterday <laughs> to go... Uh, Famously. Uh, <laughs> to, as, as shown by Josh at the Wings 101, December 14th. I was turning heads. You were. I was turning I will, heads. Look, it was a full house. It was quite the audience. <laughs> I just had to show up. Had to do it to him. 
Uh, it was he's wearing a fringe leather fringe coat Mm -hmm. and a like gray hoodie yeah like not a hoodie it's like a crew crew neck neck, crew neck yeah and then some like blue chinos with rolled up a little too high he loves the high ankle with the white socks and the white shoes so i had that going as well classic look truly timeless yeah it's an iconic look I was really hoping that you would recreate the one where he's wearing the pink leggings. Because uh, <laughs> apparently Ellen DeGeneres told him yeah. that she was going to donate some money to breast cancer research if he did it. So he was like, all right. <laughs> I don't uh, think the world's ready for that. No. Very noticeable mound going on in that photo. <laughs> uh, not not a great look for us. He can pull it off, yeah, of course. Exactly. But we would probably turn heads in the wrong way. Yeah, Maybe get arrested. Hopefully. I would hope they would arrest me if I ever... I deserve it. I'm I'm asking for it (laughs) if I'm rocking the pig leggings in public. Uh, But anyways, we just wanted to give you a quick quick rundown of some of our favorite Shia films. Uh, And if you haven't seen any of them, I would recommend all the ones that we watched. Yeah. Every single one. Whether you grew up with them or not. It's time. It's time to get on the Shia wave. He's a household name. 2020? Watch out. Follow the Shia Fits or Shia Outfits, Shia's outfits. accounts on Instagram. on Instagram. I'm sure there's a Twitter community as well. Probably of Four course. Pins is probably. <laughs> four Pins love Shia. Four Pins yeah. is probably tweeting. Failing Upwards. Failing yeah. Upwards also. They have a podcast as well. If you're into like dude bro fashion stuff, check them out. <laughs> but that's probably why you're here already. So oh, I mean, don't we're, we're a little more tasteful, I'd like to argue. Yeah. <laughs> We're currently Brad we're is, more tasteful palette. Brad is wearing a USA some, yes. sweater. This is a 1996 Atlanta Olympics USA sweater uh, with a, some bold USA font across the front. A, a baggy knit fit. Absolutely. Uh, with Looking, some black skinny cargos. You guys loved it? You love it? Oh, yeah. What shoes do we rock with these today? Uh, I was wearing my Yeezy 500s with Ooh, these today. I was busting out the Yeezys for some Christmas shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh is rocking oh, a beautiful navy crew neck Michigan Adidas sweater. A uh, yes. tasteful embroidered M on embroidered, the front. Yes. Very subtle. The classic Bush and Beckler era. Yes. Uh, with a brand new. Spanking new. Brand spanking new. Winter green Topo Designs hat. Had to, had, to get the, had to get a new one. Had to do it to him. With some tasteful black chinos. Oh, white high socks. White high socks. And truly never goes out of style never the green good. stan smiths you love well, the green heeled stan smiths the green heeled yes of course they are white the iconic look yeah we always are rocking white shoes you know this you know if you know us at all if you know you know exactly anyways this has been shy fest 2019 we'll see you for shy fest 2020 buckle up <laughs> buckle up hopefully honey boy i mean obviously honey boy will be in the queue by then but hopefully we'll have some other great shia shy features i hope so i hope so Well, this is Feet Picks. We love you. Josh and Brad, signing off.